swords and candle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest of stores and legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's ores. a grand theft of elk scrolls simon's quest the tone earl rock shoes to every clue keeps the exit gaming news the potus needs some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english control nations Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is A Dub. You can find us at control issues.com. That dash is a hyphen. Use it accordingly. Also, go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be. Look for Control Issues. Download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it. Actually, check the email recently. Somebody left, left a comment. About one of the podcasts that they they like the blog post, so who knows? A Dub might get back behind the pen, author something for your ass. Uh, you can also go to twitch.tv slash control issues pod, where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure, and head on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle. AMC, how you living? Doing well. This uh man, I feel like I start out every week discussing LA weather, but it's just so, <laughs> it's so mind-boggling that I always have to discuss it. I feel like I started out the week, I was in sweats and a hoodie, yep. <laughs> freezing my ass off. Come the weekend, I'm in shorts, sweating. <laughs> like, Remember that one week it was fall and winter, and then it was right back to summer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mercy. Yeah, uh, other than that, though, I feel like I haven't done shit this week. I, I watched five minutes of the New Chappelle special. Um, were you then, outraged? I didn't. I didn't get far enough. I did see where he said that he was. Uh, he, he felt like he was the the Magic Johnson of COVID. <laughs> so that was that was great. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I didn't watch far enough for the uh, to get you know to get triggered and to have my opinions. You know, you know, for for my people that I represent. Yes. Uh, other than that. Um, yeah, just gaming. How about you? What you been up to? How has your week been? I know it's uh what is this? This is a uh a birthday a birthday eve for a day. Yes. yes. <laughs> birthday is tomorrow. By the time you hear this show, it would have been yesterday. Yeah. But yeah. Went out, wanted to go hard, but my heart wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> so I just sat at the bar sipping all stuff, looking at girls, getting getting a little Getting a little skittish when they look back. <laughs> what's your uh, What's your drink of choice at the bar? Uh, vodka sodas. Yeah, that's nice. Trying yeah, to keep yeah. it keep it low impact. Uh-huh. And yeah, went to after hours. wasn't feeling that. Went to golf after hours. What? <laughs> that was some shit. What music were they, were they listening to? Uh, I don't even Smash- know. Was it Smashing Pumpkins? Was it Marilyn Manson? I don't know, man. I was too drunk. <laughs> I was too drunk. Uh, everybody had black eyeliner on. I'm pretty sure some people did. Like everybody was all black except for me, of course. But you, but you showed up in black, so <laughs> I, I was the black guy making yeah. a political statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this week wasn't nothing special, you know. Just working, uh, play play some games, but we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah, just you know, just chilling, man. Nothing, nothing special at all. Got got some fragrance going in the house. Uh, Give him a little personality, a little depth, a little texture. uh, (laughs) Feeling good about that. Keep your stuff clean. And, you know, this is like one of the first weeks where I've really settled in and not had to make any large expenditures. So, you know, just come home. Everything's here. Cut on a game. Cut on a movie. Go in the kitchen. Cook something. Pull out a snack. Go in in my bedroom. Sleep in my bed comfortable bed. sleeping in my bed more that's awesome nice. uh, my, my couch stopped creaking <laughs> so that's good you know, <laughs> lay on that and not annoy people at all hours of the night every time i move yeah but about- nothing, yeah that's everything just trying to get ready for cake at my at my parents place today and mm-hmm. the inevitable deluge of happy birthdays on facebook 
Yes. And I'll try to give personalized responses to. Yes. Hopefully, one person I'm thinking of gives me a happy birthday, but I'm sure she won't. <laughs> uh, coming out the woodwork? I wish. Sliding into your, your DMs? I slid into hers. No. I haven't heard from her in several months. So okay. Whatever. Right. That's just the life I'm living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Out here on a wing and a prayer, but whatever. I got video games to keep me warm. <laughs> You got video games and muscles to keep you warm. So. Exactly. Yeah, getting better. Like my wrist, my wrist is almost back. I think I'm gonna start going back to the boxing gym pretty soon. I've been doing more, more exercises, getting my regular workout routine back in effect. Getting yeah. strong now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So let's get into it, A Dub. What have you been gaming on? <laughs> gaming on what you've been playing, A Dub. I've been trying to. I'm supposed to be playing until dawn. This is supposed to be an in-depth expose <laughs> on the contents of until dawn. I was supposed to have been playing this game since October 1st. I have it installed. I broke the plastic off the game, put the disc in my system, installed the game like I'm going to play this. It's going to happen. I've been playing Returnal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since that... Um, there was some news that broke that there's a six gig patch for Returnal that's in beta, I guess. Oh, like is, that, 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 is that six gig easy mode patch? It might be. <laughs> it just might be. <laughs> it might be the same system that everybody's been waiting for in order to buy the game. But uh, yeah, so in anticipation of that, I decided, hey, let me just get back into this game. And yeah, man, it, it's, it's even better than I remember it being. And I can't bring myself to stop playing it like above all else i just love that first level that it's so massive and now that i have all the the permanent upgrades i can traverse all the different obstacles and like really see the true verticality all the hidden secrets like i'm finding things that i didn't even know were there like there's breakable walls that lead to uh, lead to secret rooms that are on the map and things like that and like oh. i don't I looked at the trophies and found that the platinum is very much in reach for me. So I might do that. I got a trophy for fully surveying the first biome. I need to get trophies for fully surveying the remaining biomes. I found it kind of odd that the trophy for completing the third act is not unlocked for me, even though I have beaten the game. So that's kind of weird. Uh, yeah, man. But other than that, just Returnal is outstanding. Uh, I At first, I was a bit rusty, but I quickly got my, my alien legs back, running through these environments, seeing the bullets, just knowing the ebb and flow, not so much, not so much responding and more just reacting. Like, see, here's that stuff. I'm going to go over here, shoot, 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 move out the way, get behind this. Hide, hide over here, let them come down the corridor, shoot, 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 and get my alt fire going. It's 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 awesome, man. I, I keep having these amazing runs. I had one run where I fully upgraded my, my hit points in the first biome, which was outrageous. I'm unlocking more stuff. I'm finding data cubes, unlocking that stuff. I'm still unlocking traits on my weapons. Uh, the, the first boss is nothing to me. I'm getting assaulted by these super high-level enemies that they drop in from time to time. So I'm beating them every so often as well. Overall, I'm just it's it's a phenomenal game. People need to get off their easy mode, high horse, and come on down here with the rest of us and just die a few times and figure out the ebb and flow of what it takes to get into a game like this because you're missing out on a top-grade experience. Returnal is easily one of the best games of 2021. I hope that it's in the game of the year discussion by the time we get to December. And I surely hope that it wins at least some, some awards. But AMC, what have you been playing? I've uh, been putting in more work into that Bowser's Fury that Super Mario 3D World expansion. Um, yeah, <clears throat> just pushing forward with that. This time, handed off the sticks to Marissa. So she mm. was playing as Mario. I took control of your boy, Baby, baby Bowser. Baby uh, Bowser. That, that, that BB, 
with a double dose of that BB action. Um, yeah, played through that, uh, pushed forward, discovered some new islands, fought uh, Kaiju Bowser a little bit more as Kaiju Mario, fucked him up, um, <laughs> removed some of the ink from the world so I can explore more. And, uh, Splatoon mechanics? Yeah, so it's like some like, it's, it's like more like tar or maybe like an oil spill, but it also ends up cursing whoever it touches. So it's like like Pirates of the Dark Water, if you ever watched that show back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so played some more of that, enjoyed that. Um, also played some Dread. This is a weird week in gaming, I'll say, because uh, I had two things in, in both games where it's just like, almost like I hit a wall for both of them, and it's like, God damn it. Mario, not as bad, because there is a... There's this like this big cat, mama cat, and she's looking for her her kittens. We found two of the kittens, couldn't find that third kitten, and we were just like getting frustrated trying to find this third cat. And the thing is, we don't even have to do it. We could just push forward and come back later and do it. But we're kind of dead set on finding it. And then you know, a half hour to an hour passes, and you're like, ah, oh, let's take a break. So we did that. Played some Metroid Dread uh, Friday night. Really enjoyed it. Uh, pushed forward, made it to the third area of the map, and um, that was all well and good. Booted up on Saturday. I'm 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 a, I'm a drink deep, sipping sipping on some vodka, and I'm in that third area, and I just hit a point where I can't figure out how to get past like where I'm at, and I reveal like these blocks and. It's indicating that I need some special like weapon or item or whatever, like one of those power ups that you know th- these vanias are known for mm-hmm. in order to get past this um, this barrier. And I can't get past it, and I can't seem to move forward in that area. I I am gonna chalk it up to the fact that like maybe I was I was a little tipsy, <laughs> so I just wasn't in the right frame of mind. But because of that, I got stuck and I was like, ah, I must have missed an ability. I gotta go back. And so I backtracked all the way to the very beginning of the game. So that's uh God basically damn. like three areas of the map or uh two areas of the map because I'm on the third. Make it all the way back to the beginning, and I'm like, nope, uh definitely nothing here. Go to the second area, nothing here, and I was like fuck did i just like miss something when i was in the new area and then so i basically just made my way trekked my way all the way back to that third area and then saved in it was like one in the morning theo's up at like 6 30 every day so i don't i don't get to like sleep in like the way i would like and so it's kind of like once you basically an insight into dadhood is once you start hitting like one you're now in territory of like tomorrow's gonna be fucked up if i continue this any longer because uh, Theo's not going to give a fuck if I stayed up last night playing Metroid Dread. <clears throat> Anyways, so because of that, took a break, and yeah, it was a uh, it was novel. It was not novel. It was just weird that I'll just say that most of the games I've been playing recently, when I get stuck, it's usually I'm stuck because of difficulty, and it's just about getting good. You know, you know how we like to say get good. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's just playing a game, especially these roguelikes. You get to the final boss you die and you get there a couple more times and eventually you get good enough to where you can beat him every time. Eventually you don't die. Yeah. And then eventually you just don't die. So it's just a matter of, you know, like mechanics. Whereas uh, this is an old fashioned, like I have to figure out how to get forward and the game isn't going to hold my hand and let me know. So I just have to like play around with the environment. And so, um, yeah, I'm sure I'll go back and I'll probably just look at it and be like, Oh, I just completely missed this opening and that would have totally taken me to this new area that would have then given me the ability and so because of that um yeah it was a it was a weird saturday night of gaming i'll say the only other thing i would say is that um so nintendo i'd mentioned in an update like one of their last uh, software or firmware updates they added in the ability for uh bluetooth access for um wireless earphones and um I finally was like, oh, you know what? Let me try that out. Um, just because I have to have the TV low. So I, I tried it out. And like I say, it worked It worked like a charm. Uh-huh. Recognized my earbuds nice and easily. Was uh-huh. able to connect. And they were, it was fucking dope. So highly recommend trying that out if you have wireless capabilities and you own a Switch. Yeah, it couldn't do that in the good old days. No, it could not. I had to do it the old-fashioned way by plugging it into the console and playing it <laughs> handheld. But let's get right into it, A-Dub. Let's get into these topics of the week. Top topics of the week. All right. Uh, do you want me to lead off or you want to lead it off? <laughs> <laughs> There's not too many ways we can go with this. It's been one of the slowest weeks 
beginning history. Yeah, extremely slow week. Uh, uh, well, I guess I guess I'll start with some. Well, depending on how you look at it, some bad news, maybe some good news, mm-hmm. <laughs> depending on which side of the ball you play on, the the true side or the cheating side. Uh, we got a world record holder that was exposed. What? Yes, Spelunky's Spelunky speed running world record holder was exposed as a cheater. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> surprise, surprise. Yeah, so back in 2012, there was a player by the name of Barry Mode, and that's probably what he used to get this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there was a, a speed run. Oh, and Barry Allen. Uh, that could be maybe that was the speedrunning name. Mm-hmm. In 2012, this this player set the Spelunky speedrunning world record of two minutes and 30 seconds. Pretty goddamn fast. I do that in Spelunky, and all I've done is go down a few pixels. So for the longest time, the speedrunning community has been trying to match this time, trying to beat this time, trying to replicate the run, and have been unsuccessful. In fact, so unsuccessful that the closest time two berry modes was two minutes and 40 seconds. You know, a 10-second gap there. But uh, in the speedrunning community, that's a significant deal. They're trying to save milliseconds. And this dude is out ahead of the pack for over a decade, almost a decade, by 10 whole seconds. That doesn't make any sense. And eventually, the speedrunning community figured out why that is. So... According to the community, it appears that Barry Mode was using a modded version of the game that allowed them to replay levels and find optimal paths through Spelunky's cave-like maze. Uh, One of the reasons that people discovered this is what they were doing was because during the speed run, the person was using routes and paths that speedrunners have, you know, pretty, there's general consensus that Oh, you shouldn't go that way. That takes longer. Oh, you shouldn't do that. that that's, not, that's not the logical path to take. But this person, using their modded version, was trying to find found these optimal paths that completely contradicted the speedrunning community. And then other players discovered the cheat thanks to a missing tile in their run that's featured in all but the first level of the speedrun attempt. So basically what was going on was that the players spliced in footage from a vanilla version of the game for the first level to avoid detection. Mm, You almost had him, Barry Mode. You almost had him. Uh, When contacted for comment about this, Barry Mode says, I do apologize for that deception. It was bad character, and I can admit that. (laughs) So the clip of this speed run has been removed from the internet. (laughs) It's been scrubbed clean. It's the internet's been, been scrubbed. <laughs> yes. They, they tell you they can't do it, but they can do it. <laughs> AMC, how do you feel about this utter controversy? Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't give a shit. Um, I'm glad that they, uh, that they, that this guy has been, um, you know, been brought to light and we now we now see his true character which is brought bad, to justice. which is a bad character uh i wonder if now he is no longer allowed to participate in any type of speed running like <laughs> a, on on an official capacity and maybe he could be like online just posting his shit but people are like yeah but if it's not in the world records does it does it really matter mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean if, with anything i look at like I, I never really understand like cheating at at this level at this scale where like you know Call of Duty anything like this where people are like I want to buy a game and then I want to cheat <laughs> <laughs> and and then it will be awesome like I never really uh I never really understood it like I I understand it but I never understood it from a point of like how I would personally want to do something like that, especially something where it's like on an official capacity, like I want to set a world record and I want to be held up uh, in high regard as like the greatest uh, Spelunky player ever to have have ever graced the uh, the dungeons of that game. The best. Yeah. Um, Also, it's once again, it's one of those situations where, you know, it's like when somebody's stealing from a company or whatever, it's like you take pennies over 
decades and they'll never notice but you had to be that person that just took a million dollars and thought yeah. that like nobody would notice it <laughs> over overnight sitting at the top of the leaderboard <laughs> yeah. nobody in striking distance for 10 years yeah that he could any sense yeah he could have like shaved off a second and then people wouldn't have questioned it or people would have questioned it but it would have been maybe a little harder because it was only a second but you go 10 seconds and it's like you see that in the olympics it's it's like usually like when they set up, when they break a world record in like the 100, it's by like hundredths of a second. Whereas yeah. like if somebody were to suddenly like break it by two seconds, they're like, no, 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 that's, <laughs> that's not physically possible for what mankind is capable of. <laughs> and somebody time. running a seven second hundred. Yeah. And so then it's immediately like, all right, what, what drugs are they on? It, do they have bionic legs? What's there we go. Let's skin them. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Robo legs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, how, how do the you rest take... of his body's real? <laughs> yeah. How do you how do you take this the, this cheating allegation and scandal? <laughs> like I said, it's it's ridiculous. Like you're cheating at a video game, and you're not even cheating for yourself. You're cheating for bragging rights. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, it, it it's ridiculous. It's it's so ridiculous. It, Cheating is so rampant. People always make the the statement like, why do you care how people play their games? And it's situations like this, why I care why people play their games, because the data's not gonna know any different if somebody cheated or not. And then the data is what's being used to build games in the future, to tailor make community content and, you know, industry responses to community behavior and things like that. And if people are just cheating or, you know, just put it on easy mode, just cheese the boss. It's, it, you're basically telling these developers that all the time and the energy that they spent making the game wasn't good enough and you have a better idea, which you don't because you're not a developer and you never made anything that anyone's ever liked. So just sit back, enjoy the game for what it is or play something more tailor-made to, to your liking. Like, don't get me wrong. I fully support the modding community and all that. You know, if if you want to tinker around with the game or make different changes and things, that's fine. But I implore everyone who owns a game or buys a game, at least play through it for what it is that first time, you know, exactly what it is and what the, what the creator's intent was behind the product before you start and your special herbs and spices to come up with your own original recipe. That's how I feel. <laughs> Let's get into the next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. This will be a quick one, A-Dub. Final Fantasy fourteen news. Oh, that game that came out. Oh, so long ago has had multiple iterations. It was bad. And it, it was great. bad launch. It was yeah. bad at launch. I see. <laughs> a bad game will never be good. It'll never be good. And okay. So yeah, we got an update here. During a recent hands-on preview event for the upcoming Final Fantasy 14 in Walker expansion. Oh no, not another expansion. Director Naoki Yoshida revealed that Square Enix's popular MMORPG. Mass multiplayer online RPG oh. recently has surpassed 24 million players. Gosh darn. Furthermore, it is the most profitable Final Fantasy game in the series. Wait, 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 wait. More profitable than the, the genre defining, generation defining Final Fantasy VII? Greatest RPG ever made. <laughs> the only reason why people got PlayStation, uh, the downfall of Nintendo. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking uh. to the press in a digital preview event, Yoshida revealed that the player count has has hit 24 million players. Uh, 11 years after Final Fantasy 14 was first released, in a chart Yoshida shared with the press, Final Fantasy 14's player count back in 2015 was 4 million registered players. That number hit 10 million by the time the third expansion dropped, that Stormblood, uh, which was released in 2017, before doubling in the next four years. <laughs> went, from, it went from 4 million, and then two years, two years later, it went to 10 million, 
and then four years later it went to 24 million <laughs> so yeah um the game seems to be building momentum you know as we see like other you know popular mmos like warcraft you know wax and wayne that is obviously warcraft fucking world of warcraft came out like what feels like 30 years ago so you are going to hit like your wall eventually (laughs) with your community but um yeah to see the uh the 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 progress and also to see the milestones i mean how what do you think about this story what do you think about a multiplayer final fantasy game doing this well i mean a lot of people talk about no man's skies being one of the greatest redemption stories in gaming but i would contest that final fantasy 14 is probably one of the greatest redemption stories in game. Like it, it launched so bad that it had to be re-released. Mm-hmm. And when it was re-released, it was heralded as one of the greatest MMOs ever made. And since then, it's just remained popular. It has continued to get better. Like ever since, ever since it being re-released, I haven't heard anyone say anything bad about it ever since. I know like a couple people who are really into it Mm -hmm. so that says a lot and yeah man it's final fantasy so it's every time i see anything that final fantasy 14 is doing it's like damn that is fucking final fantasy that's awesome yeah man so there's i i haven't played it i'm don't think that i'm too into mmos i don't know for certain i've never played one but i don't want to try however i respect the success and popularity of Final Fantasy XIV, you know, a lot of people find a great deal of joy and entertainment within that game. So that's dope to me. And I hope that Square Enix learned some lessons from that game. You know, they definitely learned how not to launch a game. And at the same token, they're also learning what the Final Fantasy community is really into, what works for the franchise, what does not. And yeah, looking forward to seeing if anything that they've gained in the process of developing and supporting Final Fantasy fourteen over all these years makes its way into Final Fantasy sixteen. Really looking forward to that. Yeah, maybe some of that resilience will carry over into the Avengers game. Maybe some of that'll carry over into Final Fantasy what what is it? Chaos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Final Fantasy Origins. Chaos. Chaos. <laughs> I want to kill chaos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. It's a great story. You know, one of those things that the game launches and there's a lot of like, nobody asked for this multiplayer Final Fantasy game um, launches bad. It. I, I, I like these stories because they go against what is a lot of the criticism when it comes to trolls. Uh, meaning that one nobody wants multiplayer two why would you change up a good thing three there's no if a game launches bad there's no hope for it (laughs) just pretty much all the same shit that people complain about um final fantasy is you know you need uh certain games to kind of break break the mold and go against the grain and to show people what's up and to give them you know to lighten up their hearts and to warm them up in places that they've never been warmed before. And so, yeah, Final Fantasy XIV um, is clearly showing that and showing that there is like, there is a chance. It, I, you see with Ubisoft, a lot of the criticism now with Ubisoft is like, oh, they're, they're just doing the same thing. There's a formula. And we saw their recent announcement, well, their somewhat recent announcement that they were actually going to start doing, um, you know, some live service games i believe was like assassin's creed they're gonna now instead of doing you know the more annualized or semi-annualized uh installments they're now gonna do uh you know live service style of games for at least some of their big franchises and people question that like why we don't want that we just want the single player experience that we always wanted and yet they're complaining that they're all the same game and so you see something here with the the success of final fantasy 14 and you know even we could even throw in like gta online and people say why do companies do this and because there's so many examples of them doing it of other companies doing it right and so why not try to do this um from you know just from a different publisher's perspective or developer's perspective and so yeah um 
maybe that gives hopes for you know other good live service games as you said maybe it's a thing the industry takes note and they try to just get they try to get to this place a lot quicker than you know the launch and then the quiet and then the relaunch and the love that (laughs) comes uh so yeah uh we'll see if that carries over but Good on you, Square Enix. You, you did well with Final Fantasy fourteen in that Hell MMO yeah. RPG. G, 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 G. Let's but let's move into this next topic of the week. Topic of the week. Take this one a dub, or should I keep going? Uh, I mean, I don't have anything unless we got a quick hit. Get into the, yeah. Okay, right, here we do. Uh, this story is a little bigger. Um, this is pretty much the only news that happened this week. Uh, so Nintendo, they had a direct. I believe it was two directs actually, but they're connected. So we're going to kind of do a one A one B topic of the week, top topic of the week. Uh, week, week, week. Uh, week so yeah, week. Nintendo they gave us an update finally on their whole Nintendo Online expansion pack. Uh, if you don't remember, that was going to be the upgrade to their current Nintendo Online service, and with that upgrade, you would you would have access to. Uh, Nintendo 64 games as well as Sega Genesis games. Uh, that's all we knew at that time, and we just knew that it was going to be a, a bigger price, and it was coming in October. And so here we go. Nintendo revealed the details to its Nintendo Switch Online Plus expansion service, which launches on date October 25th. So not 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 far from now. The new subscription will cost 50 bucks a year for individuals, what? $80, $80 for the family membership. We could have uh. made this troll a week easily Easy. compared to the basic Nintendo Switch Online, which is currently $20 a year and uh, $35 for a family plan, up to eight accounts on that family plan, by the way. So more than doubled. Uh, people, I, I know there's a lot of speculation initially when they knew that the price was going to get hiked up for the uh, expansion service, uh, and people were guessing around thirty to thirty-five dollars, forty at the highest. Nintendo said, "Fuck all that, we're going fifty bucks." Um, so yeah, as mentioned earlier, with the expansion pack, consumers will gain access to Nintendo 64 games, Sega Genesis games, as well as, and we did not know about this, as well as access to the Animal Crossing New Horizons Happy Home Paradise Expansion DLC. So basically, um, if you pay the 50 bucks, not only do you get access to, you know, the 64 and Genesis games, you're also getting access to this DLC, which opens up the possibility of maybe they'll include other DLCs from from games just as part of this service to kind of entice people to hop in and make that purchase. Um, as we know, also with this service, you'll be able to play um, those N64 and Genesis games online. So you can play Star Fox in two-player mode and things along those lines. So pretty cool. Uh, but yeah, I'm, there are people who are definitely upset about it being 50 bucks, and we're not going to hear about them this week. Oh, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we got we, we got trolls. Yeah, what do we got, Adrian? We actually got a bunch of trolls this week, <laughs> but I was just going through the the comment section while you were talking about mm. it. So first troll says charging more for a garbage online survey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next troll says, ready to go. Nintendo's greed never ceases to amaze me. They're coming off of years and years of record profits. And they still overcharge for a crappy online service and never give price breaks to their exclusives. Even decades later, as Wii games still go for 40 to 50 bucks. Honestly, no company makes me feel any less guilt for emulation than Nintendo does. In response to that, someone wrote, still, if you're justifying stealing what are essentially toys because you feel you deserve them, well, that's pretty goddamn pathetic in and of itself. I'm glad that person is out there. (laughs) I mean, I don't agree. And I wanted to ask you about that. Like, what is... I wanted to ask you about how you feel when people consider video games to be toys. Toys? Um, I mean, I could see that. Only because I would say this when I go to, like, Comic-Con and I see uh, some toys on display. They are are artwork in my eyes. (laughs) So... I, I don't I don't think that that at all minimizes uh, their impact and you know the the effort that goes into it. Um, you, if you saying it's a kid's toy, um, definitely like you know 
definitely takes a little bit of the shine off of it if you were looking at it from that perspective. But for me, a toy can also be a work of art. And so I, I don't mind if they say that because I mean, I am I do feel like I'm playing when I'm playing a video game. Like I, I don't feel like it's, um, you know, it's it's too academic, I'll say. Uh, and so, uh, yeah, I don't I don't mind that 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 criticism if or that uh, that description if people will put it on there. How about yourself? I, I think it completely disregards the growth, the change, the maturity that gaming has experienced over our lifetimes. And it, it's just looking at them still as that basement dweller activity. You know, it's, it's so laden with stereotypical perceptions of what gaming is and what games are that it completely misses what they have become and what they offer these days. So it's, it, for me, like it, being outraged on behalf of developers, it comes as a slap in the face to the efforts that are made to bring these games to life. But you know, that's just me. Keep it going. What else? Next, what else? next show says, Nintendo do like to bend us over. But being the sad, pathetic sheep I am, I'll hand them my cash so I can play Mario Kart 64. Yeah. <laughs> Which I got on the SES Classic, and I don't have to pay an annual fee for it. So, yeah, no. Next show says Nintendo know their fans will pay it. <laughs> why, why does anybody do anything? Because they can. Yeah. Next show says Nintendo fans seem to like getting ripped off, and I don't know why. <laughs> you mean... uh they have uh, a base of consumers that are happy with their products <laughs> and don't yeah. complain about everything that they do. <laughs> Next show says Nintendo are the masters of milking their diehard fans. Yeah. Kudos. <laughs> Kuda. <laughs> Next show says people, finally people starting to realize Nintendo's greed. I bet Nintendo fans will still defend this. Yeah, they probably will. Yes. Let me see. <laughs> Nintendo want $30 to play N64 games Fuck off yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's see if I can get one last troll on this one I mean technically that That, that expansion for Animal Crossing 25 bucks uh, It's only really $5 more think with that one. <laughs> Last troll says Pass yeah. fuck, fuck you Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Poor Nintendo requiring people to pay money for their products. Oh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, there's nothing to say here. It's like, if you like those games, then pay to play. Or, you know, you probably have them already. If you don't have them, you can probably order them online. Like it's there are many ways to get access to these games. This is just one that Nintendo is presenting to people who own Switches. Little do a lot of people know that, hey, a lot of people who have Switches never had N64s, never had Super Nintendos, never had NESs. So this is a good way for them to be able to enjoy some of the classics of yesteryear the foundation of gaming history. At the same token, it's also a good way for people who did own those games, but no longer own those games to once again, be able to play those games and enjoy those games because they love those games. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty hilarious. So yeah, people are, people are upset about that. Um, so I'm just looking, looking up a quick story. Oh, I believe uh, they also said that you'll have an option of, um running it in i believe it was 60 hertz or 50 hertz <laughs> because That's yeah so uh, i just pulled up the article real quick uh so apparently um in europe the games ran at 50 hertz <laughs> whereas in the u.s they ran at 60 hertz it had something to do with like pow versus that pow versus yeah yeah that's so, 18 version yeah <laughs> exactly and so um that's one of the options that they're uh, that they're putting in where you can actually choose because like if you were used to it running at like say that I don't even know what that is at, at 50 hertz because you were, lived in Europe well you can get that that original experience <laughs> so that's get that that's 50 one hertz to European TV yeah exactly break out that 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 CRT yes. TV and, and get that real experience um 
Yeah, all right. like Bloodborne with the frame skips. Exactly. All right, so let's keep it moving. So this is the 1B. As we mentioned, Animal Crossing will be getting DLC. So this was its own separate direct. This was the Animal Crossing direct. Um, so Nintendo just wrapped up a huge direct presentation focused on new content for Animal Crossing New Horizons, including the game's major 2.0 update. Mm. Um, so this is the uh, the free update. And then obviously the pay DLC, both will be coming on November 5th. Uh, let's see. This is a a lot of content, so I'm just mm-hmm. gonna try to like skim through this. And this is all the free stuff, by the way. Animal Crossing New Horizons version 2.0 update. We see the long-awaited arrival of Brewster and his coffee shop, The Roost. Uh, there's also Cap'n and his beautiful voice will invite you on his boat to journey to mysterious islands. On the islands, you'll you'll be able to you know change the weather. There's also um, mysterious fauna and things along those lines. Uh, alongside that, there's also Katarina and her or Katrina and her fortune shop. There's also Harriet and her hairstyling shop with new hairstyles. And your boy, not Mortimer, but Tortimer and his storage solution shop. <laughs> Other updates include the Pro Camera app that lets you take pictures at the eye level in first person. Uh, you can also even put it on a tripod, get in it, and take a, a, a selfie, I guess. I don't, I don't know if it would be a selfie if it's from a tripod, but you can get in the picture yourself, which is actually pretty dope. Let's see. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizon also will have the paid DLC. Uh, this is called the Happy Home Paradise DLC. This will involve you getting a job with a company where you will be given a mission to build dream vacation homes for villagers around the world. Uh, let's see. Uh, this will come at the request of each villager. So they will have a special request is what we're getting at here. And one of the things like the examples they gave is a person wanted wanted teddy bears. <laughs> so you had to basically build the dopest house with the uh, the theme being, I guess, teddy bears. Mm-hmm. And so you work them into the design. And then they, and then they give you money. Yes. You spend that money. Yes. On more designs to get more money. I know. So, A-Dub, I know you're not into, neither one of us are into Animal Crossing, but what did you think of this uh, update for Animal Crossing fans? I, I thought it was utterly outstanding, man. It's just a whole lot more content, more poses, the first-person view, the tripod view. It, it, it's it's a whole lot going on and it was for, so animal crossing <laughs> yeah it, totally animal crossing like polishing and cleaning things i thought that was really cool i love that animation <laughs> yeah <laughs> that super scrub get that so, shine that glisten yes just, when light hit the ice it's twinkling <laughs> glisten <laughs> Yeah, it's like you can you can build more bridges and inclines. <laughs> you, 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 you can put up oh, ladders. You can put up those ladders. You can customize the ladders, different colors. You get a partition. You get, get the dividing wall. <laughs> Turn that studio into a one bed. <laughs> as, as the AFC would say. I mean, it's, it's uniquely Animal Crossing. It is a boatload of content new things for which you can build uh the the dlc talking about making those vacation homes and yeah going around talking to people figuring out the things they like and building a home designed to attract people it's, it's basically a airbnb simulator is what i like to characterize it as just getting people used to making making their places as marketable and profitable as possible <laughs> in order to be rented out and so you could you could pick the environment you can pick the you can pick the season so you can make it snowy you can make it springy you can make it desert like it's a cacti <laughs> it'd be dope if they had like a final fantasy upgrade to it have cactuar in there <laughs> <laughs> that pose <laughs> have a tomberry like slowly marching across the desert what hit, you with the, hit you with them thousand needles <laughs> thousand needles ten thousand needles <laughs> <laughs> yeah so, uh it's awesome man you customize your clothes you could they even they even gave you additional animations to be able to navigate through tight spaces within your home so now you can have a a sideways scoot (laughs) (laughs) you can really take advantage of every bit of that real estate yes exactly you can make it clutter everything in as much as you want to to really let that that carpet (laughs) tie the room together and it's cool too it's like even 
certain things that they showed you build like where like the person made a classroom and then you see a class being conducted <laughs> in there so it's like everything you build you can go back visit and see how they take advantage of like you know just everything you put in there of your decor um so that's dope if it was a how to build a classroom class yeah <laughs> i'm sure yeah i'm sure there, there's probably some shit they, they did say you could follow other other people online and you know see their designs and then spark that joy spark that that inspiration in order mm-hmm. to to bring back to your world um i think the one of the best ways the best way you described it was i don't know if you said nintendo or animal crossing but you're basically animal crossing is very serious about animal crossing <laughs> yeah <laughs> it takes itself very seriously and i yeah. love that yeah it, it, i mean it's one of the things like i don't know if it's i would say is probably a lot of all this is um you know, inspired by uh, Stardew Valley and just all the one, all the updates, but really just like seeing what people enjoyed about that game and just continuing to feed content into that world just so you can really, um, you know, get very detailed with it. And you saw what those houses, just the things that were on the shelves and the way things were laid out, like none of the places looked exactly the same. Like you, like one house that was just, you got bamboo, bamboo like mm-hmm. furniture and, and plants. It looks like this Chinese <laughs> restaurant that I go to. Like, and speaking of restaurants, you can make restaurants. And they made one that looked like a PF Chang's in there. I was like, all right. Like you got customers in there. <laughs> Servers. You're making making food. Making, making food. Pancakes. You're eating your own food. Making pancakes. Bacon, <laughs> bacon, pancakes. Oh, my God. Uh, making bacon. Put it in a pancake. <laughs> Make it bacon and I put it in the pancake. <laughs> Making pancakes. Yeah, um, yeah, it's so awesome. I, 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 I would never get into an Animal Crossing game. It's just never my style of game. But I, I totally like as I'm watching these directs, and I just, I get it. I get the success. I understand why it's one of Nintendo's like best selling games of all time now. <laughs> um, a game that is, uh, you know, mocked for. You know, basically just doing shit that you would do in real life, uh, but yeah, that's it's it's dope, it's cute, it's it's very serious, it's it's a little bit of everything, and you know, I guess once again, hats off, <laughs> you it, tip your it's, hat. It's huge, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that's dope. Free update, and we got DLC, and if you don't want to straight up pay for that DLC, you could get that upgrade to the expansion pack. <laughs> get your Genesis four games. Get your Genesis games. Get, get your Genesis games. Get your Streets of Rage and your Mario 64. <laughs> you can play all the games on the system no one liked enough to keep in business. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but there was Genesis. They had 32X expansion thing. Mm-hmm. They had the Sega Saturn they had the Dreamcast, and then they were just done. Yeah. <laughs> well, they fucked up the Saturn launch, and the Dreamcast was arguably one of the greatest consoles of all time. It mm-hmm. it deserved better. Yeah, I believe uh, one of the bigger issues is that people figured out how to just pirate the shit out of uh, Dreamcast games. Was and, that what happened? Yeah, from what I remember, that was one of the big things. I, I, uh yeah, I remember around that time a guy even tried to sell me. He's like, "All you do is you put in this boot, this boot disc, and then you can then put in this CD, and it'll let you play whatever CD comes after that boot disc." And so, yeah, people figured that shit out and totally took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. And, and cheating on a speed run. <laughs> yeah, cheating on a speed run, and then you know, with that and then the success of was it was it ps2 around that time or were we at the still in ps1 but whatever was out it was competitive enough and sega just didn't survive it and yeah, yeah. you know and it's history but power yeah. stone so many great games i know people love uh was resident evil code veronica was it jet set radio blue stinger yeah so many uh, good games so many good games oh well dreamcast the console that could have been we hardly knew the um but yeah let's keep it moving a dub let's get into the next topic of the week top topic of the week um i mean we could just quickly discuss this we can treat this as a quick hit uh there was the dc fandom experience and with that we got 
<laughs> some cinematic trailers for video games. <laughs> Emphasis on cinematic, not an ounce of gameplay, which is kind of weird, especially for one game, which we've seen quite a lot of gameplay for, but not yeah, weird I, for the I other game. I thought it was like, supposed to be gameplay like, by now. Yeah, like I think that one game that Gotham Knights was supposed to be coming out, like I know it got delayed, but like it was supposed to be like here soon. So weird that we didn't get to see gameplay, but maybe they they're holding off. Who knows? But yeah, let's talk on it, a dub. This is the second trailer that we've seen of Suicide Squad, and for Gotham Knights, um, we've seen plenty of gameplay trailers. But what what did you what, did you, what, what were your takeaways from these trailers? I. The Suicide Squad trailer, which it it was phenomenal. I mean, it may as well have just been a film, which it, it's no knock against the trailer itself or the fact that it was mostly cinematics, but just the writing and the tone of it all seems very similar to the, the James Gunn interpretation of Suicide Squad, which I think is the best DC film that's come out yet. And yeah, man, I... I just want to see how the game plays. I want to see what the hell you do. While it's great that while it's great that we have all this exceptional marketing, we have this new CG trailer that's showing off cutscenes. One cutscene in particular, they're just tasing the penguin for no fucking reason. <laughs> he's running. <laughs> Hit him. <laughs> oh, he's getting up. <laughs> Hit him again. <laughs> So it's, I obviously the humor is there. I like the tone. So far, I like what they're setting up to show me. I just want to see what the hell I'm going to be playing. How do you feel? Sorry, huh? I can't let them out. let them speechless. Yeah, yeah. I, was, <laughs> I was trying to talk long enough for that to happen. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, I would say. Uh, Pretty much, I agree, especially with that Suicide Squad trailer. If anything, I would say this is for, you know, all the criticism that there is around cinematic trailers. I would say this is different, and this is a straight-up win for the game, I would say. And that's only specifically because of the genre of that being superhero games and games that, you know, not necessarily based off of movies, but with the movies being as popular as they are, the fans can't, um, you know, uh, they can't separate the two. And as you said, the the humor seems to be right in line with the movie. Um, even the characters, they look good. I mean, I'll, I'll say Deadshot didn't look like Will Smith, but not at all. I feel like people is that jarring be, to you? Yeah, I feel like people aren't going to be as critical about you know a black character and whether they look like their 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 real life black counterpart as opposed uh, to you know I just saying they do <laughs> yeah uh, we'll see. I mean hey, it's a very interesting point that you make <laughs> yeah it's but, interesting um, that whenever there's black characters the term woke comes up uh, yeah <laughs> but then when the character doesn't look like the DCEU nobody says anything. no 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 uh, so yeah uh, interesting but I, I'll say this yeah I I actually laughed out loud during the trailer that during that uh, electrocution scene um it seems to be right in line as you said with the movies um add in that that added element of the fact that you're killing the justice league so we got to see more of you know who's going to be in that cast of people that i guess you're fighting against you know it might change up somewhere along the lines it seems but um we saw flash we saw superman we saw superman in the original trailer though we saw look like john stewart green lantern so yeah. shout out to that representation oh, walking down again. walking down those imaginary stairs yeah uh we saw wonder woman and i'm not sure uh, if we saw any other of the uh justice league in there but you know th the main ones so that's that's cool that we know that they're all going to be there and you'll be fighting against them um obviously what looks to be more of a brainiac and um superman with the uh very veiny eyes so he he looks to be cursed in some way possessed yeah um In indoctrinated indoctrinated yeah so, um, but yeah, seeing the cast, seeing them do their thing, was it Captain Boomerang? Um, what's what's that shark guy's name? Shark Man, shark shark guy, uh, and then everybody else. Um, Harley Quinn looked dope as fuck. Um, as so yeah, always. Yeah, all we had to do was really see gameplay. But I would say it seems like with uh, any of these games that are based on you know superhero movies, all the criticism has nothing to do with the actual game and gameplay itself, and more about the. Uh, the way the characters look and 
as I was watching it, I had no issues with how anybody looked. And I would even say like, like the only one that didn't really look uh, like the only one that looked different was obviously, as I mentioned, uh, Deadshot. But um, I think people aren't going to have an issue with that. And so because of that, it's already a win, <laughs> I'll say. And so now just if they can get a good game out there as far as gameplay and all that stuff, then um, should be uh, a pleasant surprise, I'll say. Uh, and we haven't even discussed anything about the uh, Gotham Knights game. Um, anything there with like the, uh, was it the Court of Owls? I believe we saw Penguin also <laughs> in that game. Um, anything probably going to end up getting harassed. <laughs> Yeah, any takeaways from that that trailer? Uh, at this point, I'm just waiting for them to give me the game. I've already seen enough of the gameplay to know that it's something that I would enjoy, especially being able to play as Batgirl for the entire experience from front to back. So at this point, just hand it over and be done with it. You know, it's it's interesting to see all the Court of Owls stuff. I don't know anything about the Court of Owls, so it really doesn't do anything for me other than just spoil elements that I know nothing about, which is why I tend to avoid trailers. So yeah, man, I, I just just give me Gotham Knights, show me more of Suicide Squad, so I know what I'm doing with, and then we got a ball game. <laughs> the, the neighbor agrees. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we're doing this podcast live in the parking lot. COVID yeah. restrictions. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I, same. I, I saw that. We've already seen enough gameplay of Gotham Knights where I don't need to really see any uh, story trailer shit. Don't really care. Stuff that we saw gameplay wise already looked good. Um, obviously, it was delayed. So it'll be interesting to see what updates they added to the game. But yeah, as for me, I could actually kind of run with anybody. Probably the least I'm interested in is maybe Damien. But I mean, he's still dope as well. Um, obviously, love me some. Uh, what is it? Uh dick grayson nightwing and uh red hood so and then batgirl is obviously the shit as always so i want to see more i just want to see the game i want to get a date for when it's coming out and uh, i don't need to see any any more of that and suicide squad i believe is going to be um all all i guess next gen um next gen exclusive whereas uh, gotham knights is supposed to be cross gen we'll see if that holds up based on (laughs) the delay but um yeah We'll, we'll we'll see. Let's keep it moving, though, A-Dub, into the next topic of the week. All right, back from technical difficulties. Yeah. Uh, we are on to the final, or if you have any more topics of the week, A-Dub. I do not. All right. <laughs> All right. That was, that was an episode. You got any final words, A-Dub? Well, you know, it was a slow week, but even so, we still got some things to look forward to. Mm. I mean, I did have more people hating on stuff for no uh, yeah, you want to continue? Quickly running through it. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> Wait a minute. Let's bring it yeah. back. Pull them up on the internet. Somebody made a thread. What's the worst game you've ever paid full price for? Uh, First response: Battle Chasers for Switch. Uh, now I'm I I take this one personally because I love Battle Chasers. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was looking forward to it. I saw it. I believe I saw it when it was on Kickstarter, and I was like, "Y'all want to support this?" It came out, and I enjoyed it. So, screw you, <laughs> whoever said Battle Chasers is bad. That game was awesome. It was an excellent foundation for a sequel, and I hope that Airship Syndicate and you know whoever else was involved with that game continue to put out the hits. Next troll says Final Fantasy Fifteen. <laughs> Uh, Next guy says Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, you got Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Uh, Witcher 3. Uh, oh, oh, AMC, you were wondering. So they said, speaking of, Red Dead Redemption 2 was the second worst I paid full price for. Second worst? Oh, second. behind The Witcher 3? Behind The Witcher 3. Oh, uh, Next troll says Dishonored. Uh, Watch Dogs 2. Uh, Atelier Fierce. Don't even know what that is. Uh, Bound by Flame. Uh, Lego Dimensions. Uh, is that the one where you, you build your toys and, and yep. bring them in? <laughs> Toys yeah. to life. <laughs> it was awesome. It was awesome. Ease nine. Yeah. Not, not yeah. ease eight, seven, yeah. six, five, four, eight, two, one. Ease five was dope. And Arkham and the Pistol. I love yeah. Arkham and the Pistol. Yeah. <laughs> Diablo three in its launch state on PC. Uh, 
somebody building on that saying, I remember that night on launch day, nobody could play till that morning. It kept erroring out. Yeah. <laughs> Take that one personally. Got the platinum for Diablo 3. Been playing since its original launch state in on console all the way up through the, the Necromancer expansion, the various mm-hmm. updates and patches. So Diablo 3, one of the greatest games ever made. Sure, it had a bad beginning, but you know what? It rebounded. Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yeah. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077. Doesn't work. Uh, I got it on my base PS4. Uh. Returnal. <laughs> uh, I didn't know this was a roguelike. Uh. One Punch Man, a hero nobody knows. Uh, what is this anime bullshit? Uh, uh, first of all, shame on you for buying that in the first place. Yeah. <laughs> that game didn't look good at all, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Anthem and Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, live service. Uh, uh, Time for first place. Uh, two Worlds. <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. Uh. It was a promising looking RPG. I think they made a. I think they made Two Worlds Two, or maybe that's still in development. But yeah, there, there was a lot that could be built on. I liked the way the combat system looked. Why don't they call it Three Worlds? Oh, they didn't have enough. Not enough RAM for the third world. <laughs> Fallout 4. Uh, why? It's all about Vertigo. Uh, uh, it's not as good as New Vegas. Uh, uh, right. they, got rid, they got rid of all the RPG mechanics. Uh, uh, <laughs> the Last of Us 2. <laughs> uh, so much representation. Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, I can't kill people. Uh, uh, Nobody comes to my island. Uh, uh, not a good decorator. Uh, uh, Bill Mars right now. Uh, no Man's Sky. Uh, uh, the launch. Uh, Resident Evil 6. Uh, uh, this is the, the good game before it got... This is the bad one. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the list goes on. It, the, the one thing that's uniform in this list is that people generally dislike paying full price for what are some of the more hyped up and popular games out there. So that's pretty interesting. We also see people holding on to their memories of games at their launch state, despite being several years removed. It's, it's a lot of, lot of anti-nostalgia going on there. <laughs> do you have, do you, like, taking it serious, do you have a game that you paid full price for that you were like, this game is shit? Uh, too, is human. too human. Too <laughs> human. <laughs> it will always and forever be too human. That was the game when I finally realized, that's when I finalized my system for evaluating and buying games. <laughs> never again. It was like, okay, this is an error I will never repeat. <laughs> and it wasn't even that the game was bad. It was just that the ending sets it up as if it's a halfway point and then the game starts to really open up, but it's just the end of the game. <laughs> it was ridiculous. How about yeah. yourself? Uh, I mean, I, I, I have to go back... Uh... I mean, okay, so I don't even know if it was a bad game. But I remember uh, I bought the first Lord of the Rings game. I think it was on PS2, and I beat that game with it. I mean, it was you know it was during college, I believe, and so it was like you have all the time in the world. But I beat it within like a day or two, and I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> and that was, that, that was like that was like my one time like tasting that like I paid for this, beat it in no time, and that's all i got <laughs> where's um, the rest of my money <laughs> and i remember like you know what it was too it was uh lord of the rings one you only played as frodo so yeah, i mean you're just running you're not you're barely fighting um the least interesting character exactly it was like yeah uh and then all the other ones after that lord of the rings two like you know the the two towers i believe it was and then return of the king and even the rpg you're playing as everybody you're playing as legolas you're playing as gimli you're playing as aragon some of son of troy um one does not simply march into mordor yeah <laughs> they have a cave troll yeah so um all those ones were absolutely awesome the first one though you're playing as fucking frodo and yeah so <laughs> all you got is your ring you can go invisible <laughs> um and and you got your glowing blade but it, you know it's you're you're underpowered and i mean so it, it it did make it unique but it's you know it's the uh the thing that you don't like and when people complain about like spider-man it's like all right, why am i doing this stealth mary jane mission or you know the other spider-man games where you're peter parker for a mission and not spider-man um so yeah that that bullshit but an entire game of that and so i remember not 
I, I played the shit out of it. I, I beat it in a weekend, so I definitely played the shit out of the game. But I do remember just that completely just underwhelming feeling as I beat the game. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, yeah, I'm sorry that, you had to go through that AMC. Yeah, so that, that would be my one experience of, like, that would be, like, the, the big one. And then anything beyond that would have to, like, go back to the days of, like, uh, I, 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 I saw this movie, and now it's a video game, and I am... 10 years old so i'm gonna buy that video game not knowing anything about it so those don't those don't really count i feel (laughs) yeah um Uh, yeah bullshit (laughs) (laughs) well any parting words amc uh you know be happy with what you got we got a lot of great games We're, we're now knee deep in fall so there's gonna be a ton of great games coming this way and then Ooh, right Forza at, Horizon 5 in like two and a half weeks. Oh, I can't wait to see that, see that that Twitch stream up so I can check out what that game has to offer. So many streams. This uh, is gonna be wall to wall, just a dub hot cards. Hot, hot boxing. <laughs> Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, enjoy what you got for right now because we got some heavy hitters. I mean, once like J- January comes, it's you might not have any free time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So uh, get all get all your tests done, get all your life shit done, because we got so much gaming to get done coming our way. And with that, thanks for listening to the show. This is Control Issues. I'm Jeffrey. And this is Amy. We are Control Issues. Thanks for playing, suckers. Suckers.